I see the good old man so long their friend. In ten years' time, enriching them with all he has and passing tranquilly to his reward. I see that I hold a sanctuary in their hearts and in the hearts of their descendants, generations hence. It is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever done. What are you smiling about? No reason. <laughs> Welcome to Fear Me. Stuart and Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 153. Hello. 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 What are you discussing tonight, Kim? What am I discussing? We got our, our puppy neutered, so you won't be hearing him on the recording at all. <laughs> He's is doing what, the big nappy poo right now. Is. Huh? is that what happens when you cut their testicles off? They just stop barking? They stop yeah, barking when they have really out. good drugs. It put me out when it happened. So we'll have a, a one-week <laughs> reprieve. Well, I think we got enough sedatives that we can um, dose them up every week. So we're just... <laughs> Jesus. Just like <laughs> you do with the kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to get the dog high before we do podcasts from now on. It's the way to go, well, man. <laughs> that's what we do to ourselves. <laughs> we don't want him to feel left out. Uh. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, Scott? In celebration of Dwight's haircut, which he finally got... I decided to whip out one that I haven't had in a little while called Stinky Hippie. <laughs> oh, good. Good job. Good yeah, job. it's from North Country, North Country Brewing up near Pittsburgh. Um, really good um, IPA. It's a very aromatic, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's got a lot of uh, Does it juice have the, to it. The CBD oil in it? I think it's got a little bit of everything in there. I okay. think there's, or uh, patchouli. Is right. it just patchouli in there? Maybe just patchouli. Or just okay. armpit sweat. Just armpit sweat. But it's a it's a it's a nice beer. I like it. I've always right, uh, enjoyed it. So, yeah. I, but I had to whip one more out tonight. Excuse and me while I whip this out. Yeah, exactly. And we just I was, had. I was thinking Blazing Saddles as well. <laughs> and we just had the 50th anniversary of Woodstock, so that works. Oh yeah, oh, there perfect. you go. See, there, yeah, see, I, that's, that's why you did it. Actually, that's no. Um, anyway, so what are you two clowns drinking? We we have a beer from a brewery we had not tried before. Actually, we just found this one. It's a, a Coney Brewing Company. And yeah, I've uh, seen that one. Right. you have seen this? Okay. Uh-huh. So this one, I don't know if it's some sort of biblical reference, but it it's called like the it. Lion Lamb. Lion Lamb. Yeah, hmm. and it is actually kind of a, a multi IPA. Oh, it's it's really good though. I yeah, enjoy. It. I like it. It's strong. It's a strong IPA. It's seven. Is it? Uh, it's not a double or anything, but it's bit a of an seven, ass kicker. Which is, yeah, you know, moderate com- from from your standards, I would I would suspect, but it's pretty good. Moderate? No, seven's, is that what you said? Sevens. Sevens pretty uh, kick ass. Oh, whatever, yeah, nice. dude. You're like drinking eights and nines all the time. No, no, You're I'm te- not. Teeing off with tens. I was say we need to no. do another double night IPAs. where we do twelves and fourteens. There are a that lot would be a of the double IPAs around here. Oh, the double Tons. IPAs are huge right now. Yeah. Um, and I don't drink them. No, I, and that, yeah, there's a lot for us to try. Kim likes them. They're just, they're, but they, oh man, they will knock you on your ass. And too many of them taste way too alcohol y for me. Well, <laughs> that's because I mean, seriously. they're very strong. They got a ton I of know, alcohol. I yeah. know, I mean, but you taste way too much of the alcohol. But it's like, I mean, that's wine. Wine's pretty much 10, yes. 12, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because some of these, you know, like the New England IPAs, which also have relatively high alcohol contents, are very smooth. And you don't taste a ton of alcohol in them. But when you get the double IPAs, and I, I had one the uh, or a couple of weeks ago, it, it was a double red IPA. Ooh, I don't know if I'd like that. Um, yeah, that really that's that's got a lot of alcohol punch to it. It's almost like someone dropped a shot glass into it. Um, yeah, that's not. Those are not my favorite. Gotta say. Yeah. I'm not a straight liquor person. I do like some liquor. Um, I like some things, maybe a shot of something every once in a while, but. 
I'm not a big liquor drinker. Okay, so I, ha- I had to come back around on the start. The Coney's actually from Greensboro, Georgia. Okay. Hmm. Which I but don't even know where the hell the that Coney is. But it's near the Coney River. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. It's I the Coney River. The river. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to cover Fear of the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 10, 210 words per minute. How about that? Hey, uh, can I say one thing real quick before we go? No. Before sure. we get rolling? Not really. Can we all agree that Morgan's kind of a dick? No. Oh, 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 oh. Nope. I, no, can't agree I'm, to yeah, that. I'm not. I'm not agreeing to that until we get towards the end. Then I'm oh, going to agree with might. it. Then I'm going <laughs> to agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> what an ass! That was yeah. That was quite a uh, a shocking end. What a dick! Honestly, move. yeah. No, no, that is a man who is still in love with his wife, who feels guilty for having any sort of feelings for anyone okay, else. Okay, can we? Can we? Take, I'm not so sure about that. Can we yes, take a quick is. guess at how long it has been since his wife has died? About eight or ten years. Yeah, I, I I don't think that's necessarily it. I think it was more of a fact that he didn't want to get close to feelings something. That's the no. same. No, yes. no, 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 Anything. no, 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 no. Any happiness, anything no. like that. So you're thinking no. that is, is strictly a selfish move. Yeah. When he when he blows off and and crushes Grace at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was crushing him too, but I think he I think he's scared to get close to anybody. Well, I, I think I'm, I'm confused at what the hell it was about because I, I don't know if it was because it's he because didn't y'all want are men. That's why. I mean, it was it, it was like one of those scenes at the end he of the movie. He is a man, you know. I it's, know, but I can understand what he's right, feeling. Let me speak. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it, it's like Lassie, or you know, like one of these other Lassie. like movies, like where they're like pushing the dog away at the end, and he's <laughs> crying, but he's like, just leave. Just get out of here. You know, Please, it was Lassie. Yeah, it Leave. was that. It was that kind of thing. Like, I'm doing this for your own good, but what good is it when she's getting ready to die anyway? No, no, no. I, I, look, 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 look. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't she... think in Lassie they pushed the dog away, but that was like Old Yeller or something like that. Old Yeller died. Okay, well, there well, you after go. he got pushed away. Well, yeah. So Grace is Old Yeller in that mm-hmm. <laughs> analogy. Wait, can right, I say right, what right, I wanted to on, say? Old on, Yeller had huge thyroids. Oh, shut up. All right. <laughs> she did not get the testing done, so she doesn't know if she's going to die, right? She yeah. doesn't know if she's actually sick. But right. in his heart, he can't get close to her because she could possibly die. And he doesn't want, yes, it's probably for selfish reasons, but he doesn't want to get close to anyone Kim. And have that sadness. Kim, and that's why it's a dick move. Because he no. talked to her and heard about the reason that she didn't get close to people. And she could, and he could tell she was reaching out to him. She was going to break the mold that she had talked to him about. And instead of embracing that, he turns around and pulls a dick move and leaves. The, the scene no. where, at the end where he's looking at the carousel and he is smiling and daniel and daniel says why are you smiling he's like no no reason and he realizes i'm smiling i think he's not he's he doesn't want to allow himself to be happy he doesn't he doesn't think he's allowed to be happy because the last time he smiled like that was with his wife exactly and i think that is a it's selfish for his own self as well as as taking away any good times that he would have with grace and he also knew what he did to her he also knew what he did to her. Yeah. I don't think it was a dick move, you guys. I think it was wow. selfish, but I think it's because he's this trying is, to protect this himself. This is the two guys arguing mm-hmm. about how bad the guy's move was. And the one woman <laughs> arguing against us. That doesn't make any sense. Because I no. feel sorry for the poor guy. That's why. I feel like... I don't. He created the situation. I didn't even feel sorry for him. He's the one that's doing it. He's no. the one that's like no. I yes, yes. No, y'all. Yes, yes, How would you yes, feel sorry for yes. Him? He didn't mean for this to happen. He didn't mean for himself so, to start falling for her because I think he is falling for her. So he I takes know he, is. he takes something that's actually nice in the world and destroys it. Yes, because he doesn't want to get close to anybody and hurt himself again. She's gonna right, die anyway, which is selfish in a dick move. Yes. I mean, it, it, he knew what it was going to crush her. He knew why, he was going to crush her. Why is it a dick move if you're trying to protect yourself? That's called because, self-preservation. No, no, but that's called... No, no. If you do nothing but protect yourself, that's dick. That's a dick dude. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. If you do nothing but be selfish, then, yeah, you're a jerk. Then you're Negan. Um, you got to... No. Right. 
you got to watch out for other people, too. I think we have two different definitions. I think Morgan is Negan. Morgan is now Negan. Shut up. What what do you mean protect (laughs) other people? So, like, you're going to give your heart to somebody even though you don't fully want to? I didn't think you guys were going to get in this much of an argument. No. He does. He just wasn't going to face it. He's a chicken shit. He ran away. He yeah, is. He's proven he is that. chicken. He's proven that many times. But there's nothing wrong with being chicken sometimes. Uh huh. When you've yeah. been hurt as badly as he has. Right. Okay. Wow. We are going to really disagree with this because <laughs> now we're going to have to agree that you're wrong, and we'll just move on. No. Don't you think, Stu? Well, you he, are wrong. He took all the happy, happiness and uh, structure that they were creating at the end of the episode. And just said, mm-hmm. "Screw it." Yeah, at the very end, he 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 <sighs> completely overturned all that. Me. Yeah, totally. Killing Did you me. see her face? Did you see her? Yeah, face I saw her crushed? face. What the that hell was, was wrong with Grace? I mean, not Grace. Uh, uh, Al, why has he got to run off and help Al? What's that about? It's an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's because he has to be out there as the martyr. That's the. That's. I I I I'm I'm really really. Uh, was too I'm bad. tired of Morgan's character, to tell you the truth. Um, if he's not given a speech, he's moping or, or just... But you know what? I mean, for the rest of the episode, he was good in this. Dwight's, uh... Dwight's part in this was good. I think his part dealing, his uh, relationship with Grace during that whole... That was being built up the entire episode, I thought was great. I, and I, I, I For the whole episode, let me just, uh, just throw it yeah. out there. Because mm-hmm. we normally start with our opinions of the whole episode, mm-hmm. not just... Mm-hmm. One bad, bad decision by the writers at the end. Um, oh my I thought, god! What? It's not a bad decision by the writers. Keep going. You're not gonna let me. decision. You're not gonna let me finish. Go ahead. Without interrupting, right? Go ahead. Um, I, I think the episode was awesome. I thought it was I did too. I thought the writing was measurably, noticeably better in this one, and I thought there was depth to the storytelling. Yep. Uh, the uh, walkers were scary. Wow. I think we watched two different shows. You didn't see wow, that? Wow, you didn't think so? Because I feel I, the same and way I, Stuart And did. I even enjoyed the fact that it was it was relating to uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, because they the had mall. like the Yeah, the mall with the walkers so on the escalator awesome. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, except really, you got this whole mall that no one's ever gone to and, and pillaged. Really? A huge mall? <laughs> uh, there's plenty of malls I go to nowadays that there's nobody there. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, if, if if every town you go into, the grocery stores are shredded and there's nothing left on, you can't, and there's a whole untouched mall. Well, really? everything's locked down, too, and that guy was so there what? guarding it. Oh, Jesus. Not like People he was gotten armed and ready, but still. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I think we watched the two different episodes. That was... So right. what? I haven't asked you yet. Kim, what was your thought of the episode? I feel the same way you do. I loved this episode. This was one of the first episodes. Yeah, step on Scott's opinion here. Dare I say all season <laughs> that I liked? This yeah. is episode number, what, 10? And it's like the first one that I've and liked do, all Do season. we have a different director or a different writer on this one? We had different somebody. Was it Goldberg? Somebody was on this. Evan Gold, was it Evan Goldberg? Evan Goldberg. Yeah. I guess. I can't remember to tell you the truth. I'll look it up. I, I loved everything about it. I, I mean, everything that you said, I, I agree with. I don't, yeah, I mean, I, there are parts definitely, especially at the end, that I wasn't very happy with, but I honestly, I was su- pleasantly surprised with this one. Let me put it that way. Scott, what did you think? I was so bored. Really? Seriously? Oh, my God. The first time I watched it, I fell asleep. Really? It's so long. Everybody's is, making so many damn speeches. This is a just... pattern with you now, though. Are you just... Are you on different medication, possibly? No, no, because no. <laughs> you're Same falling stuff. asleep to all of them. Yes. No, I mean Jesus Christ, the, the, these the everybody's got speeches. It's just ridiculous. I and my God, we all know what they're trying to do in the world. No, let's have a real exciting episode where they're up against things that not trying to build a stupid plane or something like that, but just like you know. Okay. Some craziness or something that's that's number one within the realm of where we would be with this show, um, uh, not over the top, but still exciting. Jesus, this was just nothing but dialogue the whole time, and I'm I'm sorry, guys, I just have no feeling for these characters. They just don't do a damn thing for me. Grace, I felt like I had more, a hell of a lot more feeling for her than I have at any other episode that she's been in. Well, yeah, this was her episode. Yep. I 
don't like Grace. I at haven't. All. I haven't liked Grace at all, but I liked her in this one. I do not like that character at all. I, She's I liked so this, but but, but it's, well. I thought actually, you know, it's funny, Kim. I I, yeah. I guess I'm going to disagree with you again. I thought of all the <laughs> acting, her acting was the best in the yeah, show. Yeah, she was really. Good I episode. thought she was good. Really? I thought, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's just uh, the tragedy of her just gets kind of old. I would have rather if they went ahead and just found out if she got cancer, and let's just move on. I wish you we know, had done that too, actually. Um, and, now don't get me wrong. I did think that Dwight's character was really good in this, but. That whole scenario he was in and all did make no damn sense. It didn't lead to anything, even though I... It, it was silly. It but was, the, and you know what's going to happen is that guy will come back and he'll be a bad guy someday. Yes. But and we'll fact, find out that Dwight didn't reach him. And he maybe even kills Dwight or something like that. It's, it, that's, that's been done to death, that storyline. But the fact that he that you know he threw it in the guy's face that you were listening to me on the radio, why would I tell you where I was actually going? I thought that was good. Yeah. Right. And and but, the fact but, that that Dwight is actually releasing someone obviously that was right. something that was the main thing they were trying to get across was that he's changed. But have we ever seen any of these guys traveling alone? I mean, the one time Dwight runs into one of them out there, you know, when he sets it up so that someone can find him, it just happens to be one guy by himself. That's and, a good point. I mean, they've always been in That's groups. That's a good point. And he's out there and, just... And I'm just like, it was so convenient. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, but that whole scene, I really liked him because, one, and this is not this is not necessarily a good thing, I felt like I was watching The Walking Dead again. And even the scene where it's just Dwight and Morgan talking, definitely felt like I was watching mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. But I think that thing with the other truck driver was, it was definitely a, a character development plot yes right yes no no you're right you're right i liked seeing that because i want to see that he has changed i want to see that he's not going to go off half cocked and start shooting somebody and for him to turn that guy loose by himself and let him go was great and and kim i i totally agree with you because uh dwight has been my favorite character on the show for a while now and it's because i love the dwight redemption story i loved it when we when he was still on the walking dead and I thought he was, you know, he was the tragic, the tragic hero, if you want to put it that way. Um, but so, stuff on this show just happens so conveniently; it's almost silly, mm-hmm. and it just gets old. And and not only that, stuff like that with, you know, the Dwight story and so forth like that could have been done so much less time. These the, they just drag these scenes. No, they, out. and I agree. I agree. They don't they don't have a lot of stuff that they're filling the episode with. They're just it's there's a couple main things that they're doing and and that's about it. His dialogue to this guy didn't accomplish much. Okay, they most of the dialogue they had when they were inside the inside the truck and so forth really didn't produce anything because uh, it was pretty much him saying, "Hey, you're not going to be able to torture it out of me," and and it not happening. Really, hit the the point of him letting the guy go could have been the whole scene. I mean, it really could have been the whole scene. He could have talked to him for a couple minutes and talked about redemption and yada yada yada, and then let the guy go. That would have been that would have taken care of that whole point. See, I disagree with you. I think we needed all that to build up to the point where he makes that decision: either I'm going to kill this guy or I'm going to let him go. And to see the backstory where he is psychologically tortured when the guy tries to um, burn the letters from Sherry. Mm-hmm. And those mean everything to him because that's all he has left of her. Which pushed him to the edge to actually right. escape in the first place. And and for him, basically, he's like, I don't care what you do to me, but don't fuck with my letters. Yeah. And don't yeah, screw with a... my friends either. And so I think right. w- he got pushed to that point where he had to make that decision. And I liked seeing that. So what was his intention then? I mean, what was his intention overall? The... Why did he tell, why did Dwight he announce or... he was going out there? Dwight or the guy? And... Dwight. Why did he want someone to follow him? I think because he wanted to see what he would do. I think he I was think, trying to I test himself. I think he himself. wanted to reach somebody. Well, I think he was trying to test himself. I think this whole episode is about testing yourself. Morgan got tested and Dwight got tested. And Grace got tested. She got tested by her, her fortitude and will to live. See, that's the thing. I guess that's where, where I'm seeing it differently too. than you are. Because I didn't really feel like... 
to me that Dwight was testing himself. I felt like Dwight had gone out there because he wanted to try to reach somebody like him. Mm, okay, I don't know. That was his intention. And because why else was... I mean, it just didn't make any sense why he would announce where he was going. And just finding one guy was very convenient, of Well, course. no, but they, that was after they went to the mall, right? Yeah. yeah. And so he said he didn't want to draw anybody... They didn't want to draw attention to the mall... So he right. was intentionally going out to draw people away. Now, so he, he said was go- something He said something to Morgan right before that, though, about... Because um, remember, he had that long speech about what are we really doing out here? What are we trying... What's what's the end game? And Morgan couldn't really tell him. Remember, it was that scene where Morgan's holding the water bottles. And he's like, you know, what's your intention once we do this? You know, what what's what are we going to do with, with uh, Logan's people mm-hmm. and so forth? And Morgan's kind of like, you know, well, I'm really not quite sure. And I think Dwight was kind of like, all right. Um, are we going to dig in their asses? Or are we well, going to? Yeah, but but he was. But they talked the about cheek. the fact that they weren't, or they were not being careful. Okay, mm-hmm. that they were going to try to. Yeah, that's what it was. Morgan said something to the effect of, "We're going to reason with them, and we're going to try to. We're not going to go to war with them. We're going to try to reason with them. We're going to try to get something that doesn't involve anybody getting hurt." And I think Dwight was like, okay, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try no, it. And I agree with you, but and he was going out being a decoy. I, I think purposely being a I decoy. I don't necessarily think that was the case. But well, what do you think is the case? I think, no, I thought the case was is he was going to take uh, Morgan's theory and try it. Not, not that he was trying himself to see if he could, you know, if this was a test about him being able to control himself. I think it was more of a situation where he was going out there trying to find out if he could actually reach any of these people mm-hmm. and and i think what you're saying that with the letters and so forth like that i think it surprised himself a little bit and that he got pushed as far as he did because you could even see when he started burning the letters he was just kind of like jesus this is ridiculous um you know and i think I think he knew right from the beginning that he was going to escape from this clown anyway. He wasn't really worried about it. Um, you could tell by his behavior towards the guy. It was very like, you're going to do this. I'm going to do this. Eventually, I'm going to get out of here. See, yeah, I, did, I did take it a little differently because I actually was a little bit more afraid for him at that point. And, and his nonchalant... He didn't seem very afraid. His nonchalant attitude about it was just me thinking that was just Dwight because he doesn't care. Because he, he right. you know, he, he, he could die or not die at this point. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, he's not really worried about that. But I think uh, when he st- when the letters started getting burned, that was like, oh, no, you just fucking stepped over the line. And, yeah, I right. mean, you could tell that he was like, I was, I was like pulling for him. Just push the guy out of the back of the truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was, and uh, when Kim said that that was kind of more of a walking dead moment. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing I think is really missing from the show is that that kind of um, that scary feeling that you you know yeah. that, that where you you fear for the characters. Yeah. I don't feel fear for any of the characters. Like um, I still don't during the landmine scene and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. worried about that. Yeah. They're, they're, no. He, I mean, they're just like shooting. You know, it's target practice and like right. And it's and I think that's part of one of the things that's taken away from the show recently is the fact that. Everybody is very nonchalant in their dealings towards the walkers now. The yeah. walkers aren't a threat anymore. Right. I mean, they they try to make them seem like a threat by having them fall down and have the walkers fall on them and stuff like that. But do you ever really feel in danger for these characters in this? Because on the escalator was the only one where I felt like, oh, okay, someone's about to get. In. That was a someone's going to fall down the escalator. That but was even, even I the just dark still... hallway scene when Morgan fell and when he wanted to fight everybody in the dark yeah, and the he fell with that? the guy on top of him. What I wasn't even afraid that? about that. That was the dumbest scene. Because he was to turn out the lights. I'm going to go zen on these guys. What? I mean, <laughs> was, really? Are you kidding me? It was proving he was not invincible. That was just so stupid. It was making him more human. To, in her eyes, I think. <laughs> no, it just made him more stupid. Well, it was, yeah, it did make him seem <laughs> It was kind stupid, of like, but, look what I can do. But humans are stupid. They're fallible, <laughs> just, right? Oh, I thought that was so bad. <laughs> Turn out your light. <laughs> they won't see me in the dark, and I will. I have x-ray vision. He Watch said, me. just crouch down. I'll take care Everybody of Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> well, what did you think of the whole mall setting? He already said he didn't like the idea of the mall. 
Oh, you don't like it well, at all? I well, no, I just thought it was silly that the mall's it's unscathed. gonna be it's gonna be interesting when we get to hit you just crank up the generator you, and everything and the damn mall just starts turning on again yeah you know uh, and, it was a big generator just, and it's completely stocked i mean that's the thing that the mall was completely stocked no one came in there and stole that shit i mean really i think some, you don't build malls like in the middle of absolute nowhere well, that's where the land's cheapest, so actually they do actually build Yeah, malls. but there's housing always around it. There's people know where the goddamn malls are. <laughs> the stupidest scene yeah. was when... You never, have you ever walked to a mall? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what you're going with even... that. <laughs> you always have to drive to a mall. Nuh-uh. I didn't have to drive when I was a kid. Okay, you grew up in a weird place. You grew up in Cary. Whatever. That was a that was the cheap land around Actually, Cary was a... Carrie is a big mall. <laughs> that was the only farmland that they had to be able to develop. Into All right, a mall. now. Anyways, <laughs> the stupidest scene of the mall part was when Morgan and Grace were in the the health food store. GNC. Oh yeah, yeah the protein. And they're sitting stuff. in the middle of the hallway. So that they're in oh, full yeah. view of all the walkers yeah. when they could have been behind one of those and stands. Like, and they're like, oh my God, the glass is cracking. It's like, I don't well, really why think you that fucking that, get behind I, a shelf? I think if you looked, I don't think that was that deep of a store. I think it was a pretty small store. Yes, they but still they could have been behind some of the shelves. They could have gone behind like the register desk or something. So they weren't like... I never saw one. Dude, there would be one in a store. there's a fucking register. It's a store. Look, the mall was silly. I, I, I agree with you. It's a homage to... Night of the Walking Dead and so forth. That's great. It's an no, homage, Scott. It's an homage. <laughs> it's way it's way too late in the story to be having an homage to a mall that has been unscathed Lord have for mercy. the years. Yeah. But Chuck was taking care of it, man. Chuck had it under control, locked down. His name no was way Charles. He would be the only one who knows about this Chuck. damn mall. Chuck. There's no Such way. Such a sweet soul Chuck was. Yeah. And he got overrun. I did, you know. I think Chuck was about the best part of this of the episode to me. What he happened to that guy? What? How did he get sick? He How said was, they. He got they, bit. They all. Oh, he was bit. They came okay. into the office yeah. somehow, which was interesting because you didn't really. No, see... No, he got bit before that. But he yeah, did think, say they came in the no. office and they went in the office and there was nobody in there. Well, <laughs> were all the keys. There were, were also no walkers upstairs, were there? Yes, there were some. Remember, I, I at first I was thinking to myself, how in the hell can't these things get up escalators? But then, don't forget, the first time they come in the door, they have to kill a walker to get through it. And then, later in the episode, there was a whole group of them already at the top of the stairs. Oh. Mm, okay. Okay. So, there were some up there, but you never saw them while they're just walking around. Because that's why he was tied down to the chair. Because he got bit mm -hmm. before he went into the office. Right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think he just hid in the office in there so that if he turned, they'd know where to find him. But then he had a change of heart. And decided he really wanted to see the stars if he could. Yeah. And that's when he got himself out of there. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So, which I thought was a cute story. I thought that was kind of cool. Cute. And, and the fact that he, she got the, the night light thing. <gasps> the night light. That was so cute. The turtle. Because we had, we one, had of one of those for the kids. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. turtle yes. night That was adorable. Um, the RC car, though, was, you know, while that was a cool idea. Yeah, I don't believe cute. that Morgan was able to drive it the way he was. And the fact that Grace went off half-cocked after some other walker who had a red coat on was stupid. Yeah, that was there was a lot of silliness going on there. Right, because she went off on her own to go try and kill him by herself. Right. And right. then Morgan's driving and he's avoiding all the stuff on the floor, yes. even though it's like <laughs> on another level loses, from him. He loses sight of them. Yeah. yeah. He loses sight of not just the car, but the sight of the walkers mm -hmm. as they go around way down there. And yet he's still moving that car in yeah. and out of there. But I, even that I wasn't too hung up on him because I did think it was a cute idea getting the walkers to chase after the car. But yeah. come on. There was so much stuff they could have done. Number one, I doubt those were the only stairs downstairs. There had to have been stairs behind the stores. Right, and stuff the like back that hallway. Yeah. yeah. You don't take the trash out in a mall through the mall. Correct. You take it out through the back. Correct. So all that was rather silly. But even that I was willing to suspend. I just thought the whole idea of being there was just silly. I liked but, it. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. So... They've got a ton of people in their group now. That's not a small group. Mm -hmm. Why would you not take over the mall? That's what I was saying. And they were saying Why it's because Logan would find it. 
So what? I know. Okay, well, Logan's group is bigger than their group? No. Nah. So, okay, here's... yeah. So at the end, they're actually just getting supplies and leaving them all? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they said they want to get away faster that Logan's group doesn't find them all. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's too... Maybe they think it's too big of an area to try and protect. They got a lot of people in that group. They there do was, have a lot of people. There had to have been at least 20 cars. But... You have to have a lot of firepower at each of those doors. It's a pretty big mm-hmm. mall. It's a big area to try and protect. So right. I, I I was a little confused. I thought, because the the thing that I at first was kind of annoyed by, but at the very end enjoyed, was that she was listening to the, um, the, the Tale, Tale of Two, two Cities. cities. Uh-huh. Um, and she and slowed she was, it back down again. And she slowed it back down, but at that point when she slowed it back down, it was talking about uh, building a sanctuary, mm-hmm. oh. you know, yeah. and and build and and so it felt like it was tying into this was mm-hmm. the sanctuary, right? But it's not because no. they're leaving. Exactly. Maybe yeah. the sanctuary is supposed to be Morgan. Well, they were talking about yeah, relying on it on the one man, and then yeah, building the sanctuary. But that's, right. that's kind of what was said. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I don't anyways, think you it, find it tied I don't in think you, well. I think yeah, to I the story right, but I don't think you find a gold mine like a mall. That's that's unlooted and leave it. Suspend your disbelief on the mall part of it, buddy. There's no. nice mattresses and sheets in there. Oh my yeah. god, the place was spotless too. And slushies. it wasn't even dusty. It was just I know it was no because nice. everybody died on the first level. There must have been an ice rink. There was even a carousel for the kiddos. I know there was. They could have played without being exposed. I mean, come on. That's one of those that was like the perfect setup for something bad to happen when they mm-hmm. got on the carousel. Like you, you expected to there be like a walker inside the carousel or a walker on one of the horses. But <laughs> yeah, nothing. Or yeah, the horse just like turns around, and is like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just yeah. Oh God. No, that that would have been stupid. Obviously. Yes. But that's why I'm not a writer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm barely even a podco- podcast a person. A podcoaster. You're pod-coaster. a podcoaster. I am kind of a podcoaster. Mm-hmm. I sit here and I hold a beer. We all are. We are. Um, I think we should take a break. Well, Let's take a break. What, what is the... Sig- no, we're taking a break, aren't we? I just have a question. What's I have this- a question. Why aren't you taking a break? We will, we will stand- address your question when we come back from the break. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Y'all suck. All right, we're back. Um, so, um, hey, I got a couple of questions for you guys. Okay. Okay. Well, a couple of uh, critiques. I really have a hard time believing that the music that they have is Daniel's favorite music is Daniel's favorite music. He just does not seem like the kind of guy that's going to be into old blues. The old blues? Yeah. It's yeah. the same artist, What's too. What's wrong with Son, old blues? Um, There's nothing wrong with old blues, but he just doesn't seem like the kind of character that would be into old blues. I disagree. Okay. I can see that. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Just seems doesn't seem right to me. He's a classic artist in real life, and I think he would appreciate the blues. Yeah, and that might be that. You're talking about the actor. Yes. The actor. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. The character we're talking about, not the actor. Yeah, but they always influence the character. And he came. It's Sun House. That's the name. You do. I mean, you do realize that this guy was a was a. He didn't uh, even listen to me. I know. I didn't. I'm, I'm ignoring it. He's it's the name of the blues artist, is Sunhouse, and he's he's okay. actually brought him up quite a few times. In the, in the I understand States. that. Okay. I get that. I get that. But we're still talking about a guy that was like a uh, uh, secret police captain mm-hmm. in Central America, torturer, uh, murderer, all this stuff, and he's he just happens to be a blues fan too. Well, the I mean, blues is very calming. Well, there's a long history of, for one thing, um, South Americans, Blues. South Americans actually loving American music. Yes. And getting and huge into American music, especially and following, and 50s, 1950s music. Blues, rock and roll. Um, I mean, that's how like the whole ska thing was even brought about because they mixed together Jamaican music and rock and roll. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I must have missed all that. Okay. Well, you weren't. I mean, it was actually before your time. Ah, 
So yeah, you had to be yeah. around for it. I know Pablo Escobar was a huge blues <laughs> fan, um, and um, and and really, we're supposed to believe that Grace had never heard of the term jelly beans. Oh, I know that yeah, was that one, silly. That one was a bit silly. Candy beansies? What the hell are you talking about, lady? But she really believed that only some people just was making fun when they said it was jelly beans. Yeah, that really. Yeah, that that kind of gave me stupid. like a Teletubby flashback when yeah. she started calling it that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was a little weird. Is that all you got? That's that's all I got. It was kind of like our friend Ross calls uh, cows moo moos. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always been like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Oh, look, moo moos." I was like, "Those are cows, you know." <laughs> and you're thirty. <laughs> and now forty. Uh, right. <laughs> So now when I see when the kids are around, every time we see cows, I'm like, "Look, kids, moo moos," because I'm I, it's like now it's a thing. Right. Yeah, it's it's part of me now, unfortunately. I, I, let me ask you. I did I did have one question um, that I was a little bit curious about. Is um, oh shit, what's the guy's name that they came to uh, off? Um, uh, Chuck. 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 Charlie. Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. So when they went in the security office, they saw one of the boxes, right, mm-hmm. with the stuff in there. Now. Was that a box that Chuck had put together? No, was maybe no. Because most people don't take the boxes; they leave the boxes behind and take what they need. Yeah, but he—well, that's true. But he took—he did take the box. But that's mm-hmm. probably how he knew the connection between them yeah. and, right. and who's on the radio. Which I mean, means so. he was out it's, exploring too. Yeah, yeah. Which which is too bad because I think it would have made him even more interesting if they would have shown that he was not only. Uh, appreciated what they did, but that he was picking it up too, and that, that yes. he was picking up the 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 tread of uh, leaving his own boxes yeah. because of that. That would have been kind of cool if they saw that there was a bunch in there that he was putting together. It's you know been been a neat little opportunity to show that people were carrying it forward. And again, he had plenty of supplies to do something. It, like. uh, the whole connection between him and them could have been a lot more interesting. The fact that he could have been adding to their boxes or something like that. Yeah, and exactly. that's how they ended up you know. contacting him in the first place. Yeah. But these writers don't think that far ahead, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah because he bad. did have supposedly everything, and he was willing to share it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the yeah. most but part. At least he was when he was dying. Exactly, for the most part. He obviously wasn't before that. Because <laughs> he was not contacting anyone before that. Yeah. No one he just wanted there. someone to bury him outside. After but that, that doesn't that mean there that was this... he didn't have access. No, he hated everyone. Right. I'm just saying. But it, it, um, it, it's obvious, though, that he, you know he he wasn't sharing everything because there was a hundred and fifty thousand square foot mall sitting in the middle of the place that no one knew anything about. Right. Yeah. So the deal with Daniel and um, Dwight and the haircut. Hmm. I think he should really move the part over to the other side. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like the haircut, though. I like the idea of the symbolism of the haircut because he's becoming a new person and, like, yep. literally getting rid of all the Negan stuff. And and yeah. also it pleased him very much, his new visage. Yes. When he saw himself, he really felt, I think, renewed. But Daniel seems to be taking a liking to him quite a bit. Right. Why do you think that is? I think Daniel's, yeah, Daniel's trying to, he's got a little bit of the, um, you know... <laughs> One thing I never quite understood is Daniel and his warehouse, okay? Daniel had that huge warehouse full of stuff, but it, it, it never felt like he was planning on keeping it himself. It always seems like he was, it, it seemed like he was preparing for something mm-hmm. um, to help other people, but... Almost like he was preparing for the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Too late for that. That's just kooky talk, Kim. So why? Uh, yeah, um, obviously, yeah. Why aren't they? <laughs> Daniel was ne- pretty safe there. Why don't they just go back to his compound instead of like, going over on these other places? <laughs> they like to drive around. Um, they yeah, had everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but Daniel's not even suggesting. Like, well, remember they we go the, back. Logan's folks trashed it pretty much too. So when they searched it, oh, they did. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh yeah, they trashed all the beds and everything. Mm. You can clean stuff up, though, you know. You can. You can. But if you got this brand new mall with a whole bedroom store in there. Yeah, man. Wow. And all the protein shakes. 
All the protein shakes. You got a carousel for the kids. I know. Come on. Think of the kids. Think of the kids. Get out of your trucks. Anyways, I, I honestly think Daniel kind of likes um, Dwight because he's kind of a self-sacrifice guy. You yeah. know, he's, he's going, he's a tough guy that's willing to do pretty much anything. Mm. And he's a quiet guy. He's yes. not very demonstrative, and I think Daniel's kind of that way, too. So yep. He appreciates he likes that he doesn't that show off and stuff. Yeah. 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 Kim, so it's time for our hit and miss. What is your hit? Uh, my hit is the entire mall. <laughs> Are you just wah, saying that because of Scott? Wah. No. <laughs> You're just getting under his crawl. I like the homage. The okay. homage. Homage to the uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yep. Okay. And I, I liked that Chuck was able to keep it under control for as long as he did. And the possibility and the opportunity that it presented to our people. And it's just really cool to film in a mall. Like Stranger Things. Maybe it was an homage to Stranger Things. Maybe. Maybe it was. It just felt like it took on its own persona almost. Mm-hmm. Except if it's an homage to Stranger Things, then it's just a knockoff. Because Stranger Things hasn't been around long enough to get an homage yet. True. Yeah. I, True. My, my hit was, and this one was Dwight. Um, he was a useful, important character to the group now. Yeah. And I, I, I enjoyed him throughout the entire episode because he was... He was sacrificing himself to help everybody else out, and um, but yet was very in, included in the group. Finally, yep. so I yeah. I, I yeah. like that. Yep. Uh, my hit was Daniel's disappointment over the Cinnabon. Um, <laughs> oh, I yeah. thought that was <laughs> that was so the lack funny. of the Cinnabon. Yeah. Yes, the lack so of the Cinnabon. Um, yeah, it was it was funny that he would be devastated by that. So, what else uh, did he say? He there, he went like through like a litany of yeah, different he, things. Yeah, he went through a whole bunch of different <laughs> uh, of those places, uh, that kind of stuff that might be found in them all. Yeah. Okay, so my hit, I mean, sorry, my miss is Grace. She is one of the more annoying characters that I've encountered in a while. Uh, okay, uh, not in this one though. I thought she was good. Like uh, Scott I, was saying, her acting was good. I think she's annoying. Okay. That's all I gotta say. You're very jealous of her, I think. Totally. I want to be in her position. Get you some Morgan. Oh, and then he leaves. Wah, wah, wah. I wanted the candy beansies, actually. Yeah, that would probably be my miss right there. My miss mainly was the thing that we talked about at the very beginning. Was the fact that Morgan, like, turned tail and ran away from Grace because he actually had some feelings for her. That's, that, that, I mean, that's the ultimate miss. (laughs) That, that was a terrible choice, I think. I mean, here's a woman that is most likely dying, even though she didn't get tested to see if she was dying, but most likely she is dying. She's around a nuclear reactor, yeah. cleaning up nuclear debris and all this kind of stuff. She knows she's dying. She just doesn't want to know how long she has. Right. And yet he's going to be like, yeah, you know what? I don't want a relationship with Which you. Which he encouraged her to do that. Yes. You guys. He encouraged her. He talked her through this. He yeah. talked her, got her to a point where she was like, you know what? I don't need to do that. I need to just live. And I'm going to live by being with you. Nah, I don't think so. No, Why not just let... That mean that she it, has to be with him. It is my miss. Go ahead. Still talking. Go ahead. She did not... Or he did not need to leave her. No. In her Absolutely. last days. And and no, leave exactly. the, the fact that, that he might... In, I don't know, provide some enjoyment for her right before she dies. That's yeah. it. I mean, it was just incredibly selfish dick move. Morgan is not that kind of guy. There is nothing wrong with having the love of your life. Actually, Morgan has, has and left. And not feel like you can move on to somebody else. Morgan has left quite a few times um, with that sort of same thing where he's just taken off on somebody. Yeah. yeah he's he's being selfish. Being selfish. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep, I know. So, yeah, you know, I really, I really was looking forward to Morgan being on the show, but Morgan being the centerpiece of the show is kind of getting on my nerves. Yes, because um, he's, he's pontificating he, all the time and stuff. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, good his, lord. His Get go, over his go to over emotional state is just oh, getting God. really. Yeah, it's getting tired. And, and, and his facial expressions never actually saying anything. Yeah. Jesus Christ, say something once He really on. had to pull that tear out at the end. I know that. <laughs> he was like rubbing oh, his eyes like God. over and over I mean, again. I thought his best line of the whole thing is he says, well, you know, I was kind of a serious guy. 
Yeah, exactly. And Grace is kind of like, no, really? <laughs> really? I didn't see that. Uh, oh, y'all are killing me. Well, I mean, All right. yeah, that, actually, that's something we didn't talk about. I mean, that was it was good that he was talking about his son and, like, you know, yeah. how his son, like... She pulled it out of him. Yeah, brought the best of him out and... But that's what I'm saying. And then he just like completely throws that away with by by leaving her. Just because he's confessing all this stuff to to her does not mean he needs to jump in the bed with her and have a relationship, y'all. Oh, I think no, he just no, no, ran no, no, no. away to it's, go clear again. It's not about a physical relationship. He like completely crushes emotionally her. devastated her. Yeah, he crushes her when she could. She's here's a woman that he knows she's about to die for yes. God's sakes, and he does that. We don't know she's about to die. Yes, we do. Oh, my she God. She was at a nuclear factory. They uh, all know she's about to kick off. Oh, my God. There's a all factory right. where they made nuclear. Right, Scott? Exactly. Yes. Move on. <laughs> We're never going okay. to agree. All right, she's all right. in so Chernobyl, can, God can I, can I? Can I, can I yes, say my miss? Yes, please do. All right. My miss was everything else. Okay. Great. <laughs> so, let's Listen move on. comments. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Our first listener comment was from David Valentine at uh, DV Orlando. Said it was okay, but I am sorry. After years alone, Morgan turning down an attractive woman to go on some crazy quest is unnatural behavior. Yeah, no, exactly, see, David. Y'all are thinking with your pants. That no, is a I guy move, dear. <laughs> I'm not. I'm thinking on just a total human relationship level. Had nothing to do with the sexual side of it. This was, that was totally the fact that the woman's about to die, and and she so and they what they have a mutual really Kim really they really? have a mutual enjoyment of each other's company. Let's put it at that, and that's he it. Doesn't, he doesn't have he's to say like, he's in love with her or anything like that, but just stick around. And he's like, you know what? I'm enjoying myself too much. I'm going to cut that shit off and go out with Al because she's not enjoying herself because I have to be the martyr now. Oh that was it's all about me. You, if I hang out with you, I can't be the martyr of the show anymore. Right. Oh, oh God. Exactly. I'm so, all right. I, I, no, that's bullshit. That's what Scott Gimple says. Cash Cooper at Cash Coop said, there were good elements like the huge bounty from the mall, Dwight purposely misleading Logan's man and giving him a second chance, but especially Morgan growing closer to Grace. Then the writers completely failed at the end by Morgan talking off, taking off with a lame excuse that Al needed backup. Maybe this is a man thing. That's what we said. I know. I knucklehead. Think it's, I think you're it's the a, one uh, arguing against the men on the man, uh, ripping on the man's reaction to <laughs> yes. this thing, right? Oh yes. I think it's like think a, of the logic. I think it's a human nature empathy thing, honestly. So we need some more women writing in. To stick up for me. Yes. They really won't. <laughs> I, I'm saying. How are those testosterone shots? Kim going is on an island on this one. Oh, God. You're not that cold hearted, Kim. I'm sorry. I know. Seriously. It's You're not, not that cold hearted. It's about being cold hearted. It's about, it's about being, being selfish. selfish. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's about protecting selfish, yourself. Selfish when you are. Uh, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't have to protect himself against that. Jesus Christ, even if he doesn't pursue the relationship, stick around. Let her down easy. Don't just... I agree. Nah, it was, it I gotta was, go. It was, I agree. It was a completely unnatural move. It was like a... I, I'm trapped in a relationship move. You know, it was like stupid. Mm. You know I what that was? That scared. was... Yeah. That was written by a guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> well... To back up what Stuart was saying. It was saying, written by a guy who hasn't been in a relationship. That's Exactly. Ian Goldberg and Andrew Chambliss did write this one. Yeah. yeah. The showrunners. So. so evidently they haven't had a whole lot of relationships. And they were looking for something shocking. Unfortunately, was... it was a bad play. Whatever. All right. Scott, you got the next one. Barry Pettis wrote in, Absolutely amazing episode. Why, oh why, has this whole season not been this good? I thought I was watching the wrong show for a while. How could this be the same showrunners and writers? I agree. Barry was very excited about this episode. Agreed. It, it definitely... Do you agree that it felt different? It... No. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no, it didn't. It felt just as boring as all the other ones. Uh, oh, my God. I really... I, I, honestly... Guys, I'm sorry. The, it, this, this incredulous crap that they find every week in this show is ridiculous. <laughs> 
It's ridiculous. And finding then, an, uh, finding a damn mall that's not been touched by anybody in five okay. years is as dumb as being able to fly the stupid plane. Okay, getting over the obvious like objects that are within the show. I, I feel like, get over it. I feel like oh. the storytelling in this one, the 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 layering of what was going on with like what was going on with the the tale of two cities, what was going on with um, Chuck Charles, yeah. whatever the hell his name is. There was there was a start and conclusion to this one. And, okay, but and, and, there, and, there was what. There was. There was. Okay. He's agreeing. And but on the earlier shows, it felt like it was just crap. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I mean I, like I, like. Stu, the, I get that. I get what you're saying. But you know, it, even if I pull out the incredulous stuff, I take the mall out of it and so forth like that. I found the episode to be very boring. Yeah. I really okay. did. You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm being honest with you. I just really was bored by the episode. I, there was don't get me wrong. There were little pieces in there and all that I thought were that were kind of cool. Like I said, I, I enjoyed some of the stuff about um, Dwight. I I liked um, Chuck, you know that kind of stuff. But overall, I just thought it was an incredibly boring episode, and I'm tired of hearing people talk about themselves the whole time. I feel like I'm a bunch of millennials is running around out there talking about themselves <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I got you. This is one of the first episodes of the season where I feel like I could go back and watch it again, again, and still pull out things that are connected in it, yeah. things that are interesting, interesting within the story, um, especially dealing with that tale of two cities thing. Um, you know, I feel, I feel like there's more to it that the writers are trying to get across, and in no other episode for this season have I felt like there's any real depth to the writing. Yeah. Whether it was boring or not, okay, I, I understand. I can I can see your point, but um, I I actually did feel a genuine feeling of fear for some of the characters that there was some danger that was see, happening. See, I, I didn't get that. That was the thing for me. It's it's become so um, blasé as far as how they deal with walkers and stuff like that. That when something does go bad, it feels manufactured. Because I always, you know, I'm we've said this before. I'm always watching the show now and thinking. Just run. See, I think we need to get Scott out of <laughs> his know? house. Yeah. And so where he's actually feeling some sort of danger. Like, go to one of those safe room things. <gasps> escape room. Yeah, escape room. I, I go to work every day. Okay. <laughs> Do you have an escape room? I, I, I deal with really, really rough people. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked in three prisons. <laughs> I know. I know, you so, I, know I, I know what it's like to feel a little danger. Yes. And I'm not feeling it here. Okay. Next. Yeah, I'm never playing poker with you again. Last time I got really hairy. Sorry. It was. When you pulled the, when you pulled that knife, it was like, okay, yeah, dude, it's Exactly. It's just a game. <laughs> Duck and roll stew. <laughs> Mark Lavarnway wrote Okay, venting. Oh, this this should be good. Yeah. Okay. I have not read this yet, Mark, so uh but this is what happens. When you combine Gimple with network writers, we haven't had an antagonist at all this season. I guess Max Headroom was to be it, but honestly, he seems quite weak. I need bad guy Strand back. I need him and Daniel hating each other. I need Alicia with a black heart. I don't need a PBS telethon asking me to donate to help the survivors. All they were missing was a phone bank. Ugh. Love you guys. Yeah, I, I agree with them. I mean, I you know, it's funny. I do, like I said, I do enjoy um, Dwight making a you know redemption story and stuff like that. But there really isn't any antagonism. Everybody's friends now. It's like watching the last years of MASH when Hawkeye and Margaret got together and were mm. always friends. You got to have that antagonist in there somewhere. You got to have some kind of a tension between some of these characters to make it interesting. Well, they, they whitewash the uh, Daniel Strand thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, real fast. Well, you don't um, even know enough about these characters for there to be an antagonistic story between anybody. Everybody, I, I mean, you really don't know who these people are. They're floating so much, we don't even know where they're going or where they're supposed to be. Yeah, like, and you, like well, yeah, uh, like the mall thing. I was like, are so are they trying to stay there? But yet he's talking about leaving there, and then they're back there. Like that's why I said I was confused by the. <laughs> The sanctuary, because I was like, right. oh, are you they know, making this exactly. their place or what? Exactly. And we don't know I mean, anything about like, the other people that are with them either. Well, it, well, not only that, it's just like um, you don't have any sense of place 
with these shows. I mean, with The Walking Dead, it's like, it's nothing but fields and roads Mm -hmm. in their world. There is nothing else. And and in this one, it's nothing but uh, swampland or deserts and roads. I mean, you don't have any sense of place Mm -hmm. at all. And and you kind of need a little bit of that. You know, I mean, I think... I think that was kind of like where we remember we used to be pissed off about the first season of Fear the Walking Dead that we wanted to hear what was happening in other cities. We wanted to hear what was happening in other places in the country and so forth like that. Well, we never got that. And now we really haven't gotten it. I mean, the closest we've gotten to really seeing something like that is uh, when the Walking Dead went to Washington, D.C. for a little bit. Um, and, and then I guess when these folks went into, I guess, Austin, maybe. Well, um, and they went into Mexico. Right. But it just looked like where they are in Texas. Well, the walking dead definitely has much more of a, uh, a grounding to it because it does have, I mean, it has like kingdom and it has like those little areas, but we're always confused as to like where the hell they are, but it's kind of like, um, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's just kind of like random, like ma- imaginary places that they're all like set out. Here, right. we we really there. There's like, where are you even freaking going? Like, where are you guys trying to go? And and right. the fact that Daniel has like a whole storehouse, and yet no one ever mentions the fact that, well, he had this place. Why are we going out looking for stuff when he had a place that was full of stuff? That's all he had was stuff. That right. he was holding, hoarding for other people, and then they're not even actually using it think, for other people. I think, like right, I think they don't care that the that the they just keep moving because the, they're the trying watchers, to find people. Mm-hmm. Right, they don't care that the audience <clears throat> um, is trying to understand how their setup is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, evidently they've got this gas refinery area where a lot of their people are, but but you know, here's the thing: they talk about that, right? And then they're talking about. He said, oh God, what was it in the episode? He said, uh, Morgan says something about take the kids and go back on the northern route. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So if they've got this base where the where the um, uh, oil refinery is, what the hell have they got the kids with them for? I mean, what is this, just a caravan? That's what it seems I mean, like. It's silly, but it's but it's not the full it's not the the full amount of who they are because there's still people back at the tank place, well, right? Right, but you would think June, that that's where the kids would be and shit like that. We know June has her own little group. That, yeah, right. Like, right it's right. like all the newcomers come to her. I that's think right. though, yeah, but I think that that group is now this group. You think? No, I yeah. don't think so. I think, no, it's I think just, this group is right. much bigger. Yeah, no, this is much no, no, bigger no, 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 no. Same caravan. Wait a second, we're getting in dangerous territory because you're about to say Scott's right. Oh, <laughs> and we don't want we don't want to go there. Well, Tess on and that her note, son are why there. don't we end the podcast? And <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. No, but we know Tess and her son are in this current group. Right, I think I don't think June is with them June right now. Last week, right? But, but I do think it's the same group. She's like the 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 base where they jump off from. And my my assumption she's was based station. on how they've talked in these episodes is that is that they are back at the. Uh, refinery that they have set up there because mm-hmm. that's where uh, mm-hmm. what's his name um, the other trucker guy uh, wheelchair guy yeah um, he was supposed to be back there with the kids right they were talking about mm-hmm. but no the kids are in the caravan now what, what the hell is going on yeah, I, I mean are they so far away now from the refinery that they have to have the kids with them <laughs> that's the problem way? that's the problem you don't know what the hell is that's going what on. I mean you have no grounding yeah. you have no yeah. grounding in this show to have any idea what the hell is going on when they went back to the tanker place sarah actually said to turn the cameras off at that point in mm-hmm. last episode because mm-hmm. she didn't want to have any evidence of giving away you know like where it actually right. was located oh, exactly right. and that's exactly. i believe where june and them were supposed to be set up i mean that was my that was so my why do they impression. have the kids in the caravan just bringing a couple kids along i don't know for entertainment it's just silly for ju- yeah, juggling just... and you know, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe when they go to the mall, you know, they want the kids there to pick out toys that kids are actually going to like. Maybe if they posted a map so we could just see something and get an idea what the fuck is going on in this show. Yeah. Before I leave it. You can't leave it. <laughs>
You have a job to oh, do. I'm cl- I am so close to leaving this no, show. It, we're, ar- we're only already on s- episode 10, so you only have a yes. few more. You got six more, right? Yep. 16? Mm-hmm. This is right. proving to be torture. And then The Walking <laughs> Dead comes on in October. Well, and you know what, Scott? Good. What's going to really bring your spirits up? Mm-hmm. Telling us what's going to happen in the next one. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, it's going to make me week excited. On Fear the Walking Dead, season five, episode eleven. You're still here. No! <laughs> no! 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 As Alicia struggles to find her new role in the convoy, she's drawn to a mysterious artwork. A simple scouting trip is derailed when she and Strand are thrust into a conflict between two desperate survivors. Morgan and Al hit a roadblock. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm well, on the edge of my seat waiting you know for that. What? I, you know what? It's going to be a long wait for you, I understandably, this week. That's a good point. I'm going to be out of town, which means I'm not even going to be able to watch it on Oh, Sunday, my probably. God. You're not even going to be able to talk about it. It's just going to be right. Kim and myself, and we may have to find some other lucky listener to join us. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a vote out there, and I my vote is you get Cash in here, because yeah. Cash is very entertaining, and and based on his comments, he's very much into the show right now. Hmm. Well, being that your opinion has opposed ours this entire podcast, we may have to find someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so hey, I gotta ask you, you, you guys started watching The Boys, right? <gasps> yes. Yes. What did you think? Oh. My God, you watched two episodes. Yeah, we're only two episodes in. Pretty that they, but it's opening awesome. episode, pretty ruthless at the start. Yeah, that was that was so yeah. ruthless. Yeah, the way it opened. Wow, it's great. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, the boys is on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I believe. Um, and uh, great, great uh, show. Yeah, great show. Yeah, yeah. And we finished Stranger Things. Okay, good. Finally. Good. What'd you think? That took for a while. It was amazing. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that one was very crazy. It was good though. Okay, so you you did like the ending? Because I did. I've had a lot of people tell me they did not like the ending. I thought it was great. I thought. um, I thought it was awesome. I thought uh, what's his name? The cop, the way he checked out Hooper and his line uh, about her keeping the door open a crack was just classic. Mm -hmm. Yes. What a great ending to to that character. Yep. Um, and he was he was an incredible character too. Oh yeah, for the uh, three fantastic. seasons. They were Spoilers. In? Oh, sorry. He is a, an incredible. I mean, he lives on through the. I'm going to be amazed if some people haven't seen it yet. Uh, I mean, it took us forever to see it. So I know you guys are amazing that you haven't seen it. I think everybody else has already talked about it and moved on. The fact that it turned into like three different hoop. I mean, like he's you know there's a bunch of him now. <laughs> yes. You're talking about when he became the the uh, policeman, Hooper. and then he became the Hopper. The, yes. uh, Hopper became the policeman, and then he became the Indian. Yeah, and then yes. he became the construction worker, and then Air Star showed up and said, "We're going to need another Hooper. Hopper, Hopper, Hooper, Hooper." See, that's Hooper. Hoover. Hoover. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we need a new Hoover. Yes. Which. Incidentally, that was a great episode last uh, this past Sunday too. Yeah, it's I too get, much TV with Jesus Christ. You know, you know the the, the one thing though about Watch the show, language. I will say is um, I'm enjoying which, Preacher very which much. Show? Preacher, but okay. yeah, Preacher. But I do feel that it's 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 maybe getting a little too complicated in all the things that are going on. Really? Yeah, I mean. Mm. I think its randomness has gotten complicated yeah, here and there. There you go. I um, agree. Th- I from agree. season to season. Yeah. And I think, uh, like right now, the fact that he's like uh, Jesse was out on the raft. Yeah. Oh, know, yeah. I was like, well, what the hell is going on? Yeah. There was there was a lot. <laughs> I of told you though, I love the pilot on. though. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's great. <laughs> and the fact that he keeps using the God voice to tell him, "All right, now, no, you need to now feel you pain. don't no, hurt. No, yeah, no, no pain. I like the pilot. He's like, you don't need pants to fly. I don't need pants to fly." Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have pants, and now he's getting sunburned down on the raft. <laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry uh, for him. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I thought that but was. But did great. you know the guy who plays Jesus is from the Great American? Was it All American Rejects? Great yes, American he's, Rejects? he was a. Was um, yeah, he's, he's a, a lead musician. singer. Oh, yeah. really? For a band? Yeah. Yep. Apparently, he's a model and all kinds of stuff. Hmm. 
Oh, he did a pretty good job with the acting. He did. Josh Ritter? His name's Josh Ritter, I believe. Ah. Who, and he's not actually related to... It's not Josh, is it? Tyler. Is it? Tyler Ritter. Okay, um, something. Yeah, Ritter something. Yeah. Okay. But he's not related to... Um, John. John Ritter. From Three's what, Company. What, 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 why, why would I think he was? Because his last name is Ritter. His last name's Ritter. And his sons sure. are actors. And on that note, let's go ahead and close this out. All right, people. You always got to make it uncomfortable, don't you? Mm-hmm. You always got to do that, don't you? Yes, let's move on. Jesus. You can write to us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at fearmepodcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>